Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. you got to put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a very funny lady from the Bronx. Maybe you've seen her do comedy on the Arsenio Hall Show, Gotham Comedy Live, Fox, BET, Last Comic Standing, or Kevin Hart's The LOL Network. He has a network, Neil? Sweet Jesus. She has a comedy album called Fabulously Naughty, which you can download basically anywhere. She also has a podcast called Relatable. And remember in 2019 when life was real? Well, maybe remember her from season 14 of America's Got Talent, where she got to the semifinals. But I see her every night on commercials for AdoptUSKids.org from the Ad Council. She's everywhere, Neil. <laughs> but everywhere she is, she's always fabulous. It's Woo! Jackie Fabulous. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? What's funny is that one of those credits reminded me that they owe me money. You got to contact them. Oh, the Ad Council? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I do. Yep. I, it's so funny that's the ad council because I do Peter Fishman. My oh, college yeah, yeah, roommate yeah. does a lot of advertising for them. So every once in a while, he'll call me up and see if I'll edit something for him for one of his mock-ups. And uh, me getting paid takes forever. Yeah, you need I'm to get your money, waiting. too. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're all slow. I think the ad council's slow. The advertising agent. They're trying to make slow. sure you try. They try to get you to forget. That's their goal. Yeah, it's like two months later, and I got to check, like, what was this for? <laughs> they take forever. Oh, well, what happened with me? I got paid once. It was a buyout. You know what that is. Yeah. But lately, everyone I know has been like, I see it several times a day. And I'm like, well, I haven't gotten paid. Yeah. More than once yet, so they owe me another round. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Every single night. That's one of those commercials. I don't understand the commercial business at all. Like, you could do a commercial for, like, uh, Burger King. It'll run, you know, yeah. right, Neil? It run. Neil and I know a lot about this. It, it runs for, what, like six These months? cycles, yeah. The cycle. The and the first cycle, you got to pay it a lot. And the second cycle. And then you'll have, like, an ad council thing, which runs Every I fucking day. Like, I see her literally more than I see my wife sometimes. <laughs> She's on every and, night on, yeah. on the news. And I should be, and I should be, I should, I should be sitting in my house state or in the country yeah that, but I'm not. <laughs> i think so and you do a great job i'm like oh this is the one where the kid gets the cat you yeah, know you gotta get tracy <laughs> tracy can go after him i know the cat well, probably was the cat commercial been so long to shoot oh my god oh i believe it well there was probably no reverse like you weren't the cat wasn't there like when they show you mr bigglesworth the one with no hair and you guys <laughs> you guys jump exactly. back but you have my to first do, time yeah it's great acting with nothing in front of <laughs> <laughs> jackie fabulous real name edna feldman no, <laughs> how do we get to, how do we get to Jackie? You almost Fabulous. got me on that. I'm it like, was what? like champagne, right? It's really uh, Jacqueline Champagne, and because um, it's, it's not champagne, the difference is with champagne, there's no I between the E. With uh, champagne and E. Well, you could have just said champagne. And, um, that would have been fabulous enough. But you, it's like true. You know, I don't even. That name has been, I changed it so long, over a decade ago. Wow. And I've only been doing this 16 years. 
Wow. So I really changed it a long time ago. I got it from gay guys in Orange County, California. That's where I was with uh, That's where I trained and learned to be a stand-up. And I would do a lot of gay guy shows, and they kept calling me fabulous. And I'm like, well, let's, I did it for fun. You know, I didn't have any intent to have it be a career. That's why it didn't matter when I changed it. Uh, I see. So you were, you were, uh, let's go back. Where did you go to, where did, you grew up in the Bronx, but then somehow, I feel that you're everywhere. I feel like, I swear to God, no matter where you, uh, I'm with Leslie taking a picture in a parking lot in LA, and then I'm like, where are you? Oh, I'm here. I'm on the East Coast. What? You just like appear, you magically appear everywhere I am. Like Vegas, oh, Jackie's here. What? You're just everywhere. Um, so, wait. So, where yeah. was? Where did you start? Then, where did you go to college? And then you got a. Okay. a go ahead. Take me through it. That's all right. Um, I'll go as far back as Catholic high school. Catholic school, twelve years. Then after that, I went to um, Iona College, a two-year program, but Iona College in New Rochelle. Right. Finished that, then I transferred to City College, CUNY, mm-hmm. in Manhattan. And that's where I got my undergrad. And I just worked as a paralegal. And then after that, I went to law school in California in 2000 because I got horrible LSAT scores, wouldn't get into any of the cool schools in New York or around the country. I was was a bad student. I mean, Mm. soccer. I'm a comic. (laughs) So the one school that's said we'll let you in was in California and at the same time I was having problems with my 10 year long boyfriend so because he, it was falling apart with him I said fuck it I'm gonna go to California the school I never heard of said come out here and we can get your law degree there so I did and when I got to Cali I got married I got divorced but I finished law school yeah, and, and it's important know, to you too because I, I see on your Twitter it's like Jackie Fabulous JD so you're not you're proud yeah. of it. You're very proud of it. I, I, I added, I just added a title maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. just to add more credibility for. Because um, I'm, I'm trying to create like legal shows that are mixed with comedy. Right. And I, I'm a speaker, so that helps when companies want to hire me to make it seem like I'm not just a comic. I'm a comic who had another life. Yeah. Before they became a comic. Which is what I'm, I did. I'm going to talk about that in the second thing. But keep going. So you're out there. You're you're divorced or whatever. Married, divorced. Yeah, divorced now you got a law degree, and you're like not together. And you can't. And I just had. I I got my law degree, but I did not take the bar in California because I didn't want to fear whatever blah blah. But I, but I always had good paying jobs. I paid almost as much as what a lawyer earns. Right. So I worked in corporate law. Blah blah blah. And the only reason why, but not the only reason, the reason that. I became a full-time comic because my last corporate nine-to-five was in 2010, where I worked at Caltech. Oh, wow. And when I got fired from that job, I, I lived on unemployment, and that's what I compensated the stand-up comedy with. Then I moved to the city of L.A. after living in our county, and just to stand up after work for fun. Once again, no goals. Just, I had no kids, no husband, so after work I had energy. But where did that come from? Where did that come from? Where you like I'm going to do stand up comedy? I didn't. I don't know. I I do what? No. When I worked in, I've always been the funny girl, not the class clown, but I've always been funny. You know, to avoid fights and blah blah blah. So when I worked in in LA, I worked for LegalZoom.com, and my girlfriend told me to take a uh, comedy writing class. I didn't know whether you should or shouldn't. I was like, sure. I'm in Hollywood. Could I have gotten the 
buck to get my head shot because I wanted to try being an actor in commercials. Right. So I took the class. Judy Carter, I took her class. Oh, you did? She was out there? That's a yeah. good... She was yeah, great. I loved her books. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was my first teacher. The Comedy Bible is the first thing I, I read. And after taking her class for six weeks, the first show, like the end of the six weeks, you get a real show. My first real show was September 16th, like 2005, at the Hollywood Improv. Oh, wow. So I kept doing it until I got fired in 2010. <laughs> so I was, I was playing around. I was, right. you know, I was always the only girl, only black girl. So I'm hanging out with a bunch of dudes. You know, I'm enjoying the life. Free drinks. And then people kept telling me, take it seriously. You're good. You should, you should take it seriously. Yeah. And so where did you start working out there? Like, what was your room? In, oh, in California? Yeah. The first, uh, well, the improv. Once I did that thing, I just kept performing there all the time. So they were my first professional stopping ground. And then the other improvs around California would, would book me to host and feature for big, bigger people. So I learned how to, to, I learned the stage through the improv company in oh, California. Wow. So I would say the improv and then the Ice House in Pasadena. Right. Those two, improv and Ice House, were where I spent all of my time after work. And then when work was done, I would be there every night. So And then the Comedy and Magic Club. Right. And then the Last Factory. Every club in L.A., I'm a paid regular, except the Comedy Store. <laughs> well, that's pro- that's another... That's sort of like the Comedy Cellar of New York City, right? So it's like a, it's yeah, like a exactly. little bit of a I'm, I'm thing. Like, I have to have one. Yeah. So at least it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the guy who started the Comedy Cellar in New York City in the 80s, this guy, Bill Grunfest, he somehow, where did you, where did he, I saw this thing that he, not only do you know him, but he said really nice things about you. So where did you meet Bill Grunfest? Uh, we, <laughs> Paul Reiser was headlining at the Ice House in Pasadena. And the booker for the Ice House in Pasadena was my manager uh, when this happened, mm-hmm. like probably almost 10 years ago. And I was in the green room with Paul. He's headlining on the feature. And Paul and Billy Yornfest are best friends. And Billy was one of the writers of Mad About You and producers and award, all that crap. So I just, I just, I forced myself on becoming friends with Paul. Uh-huh. And I extra forced myself on Billy because I was in love with Mad About You. Like whenever I meet my idols from TV shows, right. if they're cool, I try to make sure we become friends. <laughs> and good, I, I, good job. You know, but if me and Paul didn't become friends then, we would just pass her through. It was Billy who I connect, connected with in the green room because I always wanted to write, produce, and create a sitcom. Right. And he was like, oh, sure, I'll, I'll help you. I'll mentor you. And it wasn't creepy. And another reason why I was happy. Like, oh, he doesn't want to smash. Yeah. He really wants to teach me and be cool. Yeah. Never cross the line. And, you know, it's rare you meet a man somewhat older than you that doesn't have horrible intentions. Yeah. So um, it wasn't. And so me and Billy started writing stuff. We pitched stuff at Fox and we networked pitches for years. We still haven't gotten our show sold, but we are still going to because we talk about it all the time. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And now yeah. you're now look at this. Like it's 15, 16 years later, you're in commercials. I saw you in a you were in a commercial with a good friend of mine, Mike Friedman, who was a comic here from New York. He was a moving guy and it's the it's with Stephanie Courtney oh, and Flo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Courtney, I, we I started with one. We started with her 20 plus years ago and then she got this flow gig and that was the last we ever saw Stephanie Courtney. 
And then, uh, and I, thought, I, thought, I thought that commercial was going to put me, maybe buy a farm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike is always great. And, um, uh, but I want to ask you about your style real quick while we have a couple minutes left in this segment. So okay. I love it. It's so high energy, fast pace, and it's like no nonsense. Um, where did you model yourself after anyone or are you just, you know, this is just you and you know, this is, uh, you just go. You know, I used to follow like, not a particular comic, but I used to follow the rules. Like, uh-huh. you know, you, you have, uh, you know, for, I, you're only allowed to do five minutes for the longest until you're trusted to do longer. Right. So I, I always had this style where if I have five minutes, I'm going to do, you know, 11 one minute jokes. <laughs> okay. You know, and I would follow the rules of, okay, make sure you have a laugh within the first, you know, 10 to 20 seconds, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a while and I did it about, always did it about dating and whatever because I but then when I when I realized that I was consistent in what I was doing but I wasn't feeling like I was connecting with the material because I was following the rules right and probably about five six years ago when I realized that my fan base are primarily women probably social media probably helped me see that Hmm. that I started to tailor my set to be like if I can get the women it'll be hard for me to bomb (laughs) That's that's my strategy. I'm like, once I get the women rah rah for me, it doesn't matter if the material sucks, if the room is dead. I'm still gonna always have a good set because the women run the room, in my opinion. That's you're probably right. I mean, (laughs) if they're not laughing, they you know, then the guy will look at her if she's not having a good time, be like, Jesus. Um, But you do also have this thing where you don't really dwell on good sets or bad. I like you've come off stage and be like, oh well, next one, or they were great, next one, yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, you're such a pro. Um, what did I get? See this thing, something about thanks. I've had to follow you several times also, so I can't go up there with no bullshit. <laughs> uh, that's true. I've seen you annihilated. I'm like, all right, God damn it. Well, I mean, believe me, uh, Neil see me bomb more than anything. I try and do my bombing outside of public view yeah. of other respected comics <laughs> like Tuesday at the strip you could Gina will I'll like come home from like a Tuesday at the strip in front of 10 people where I'm trying out stuff and I'll just walk in the house and curl up on the bed and just like would put the pillow over and my nobody head nobody knows about what happened to you nobody yeah it's like I got raped you know in the closet <laughs> and I don't want anybody I'm just shamed believe me there's a lot of nights like that I just try not to do it in front of people that <laughs> respect me um because I, I'm not gonna lie, when I was doing the, when I was finally getting really good, consistent sets at the cellar, I realized that I can't work out being a, a better comic here. There's too much stress and pressure. I need to find somewhere where there's not so much pressure to be good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got you got to run around and just work it everywhere, or you know, because the exactly. cellar's just a bunch of freaking killers. They're just a bunch of assassins. <laughs> um, Okay, so now your mom's Jamaican. Am I saying that? So you can, and you were in a Kim Whitley series that you played a Jamaican nanny? Uh, everyone in my family is Jamaican. I'm the only one that was born here. And when I lived, when I lived in L.A., uh, David Arnold, a fellow comic and friend of mine who lives out there, told me that Kim Whitley was looking for people just to come in to ad to lib with improv roles to pretend they're interviewing to be a nanny to her doctor's son. <laughs> okay. And I just went in and did that. 
on her show. And after that, she hired me. I wrote for the show for four years. Yeah. So that show helped me eat. And you became friendly because that's what you do. Yes, and then we became <laughs> the best of friends. Yeah. And we, we became the best of friends. And, you know, there may or may not be some projects where I get to actually work with her. So and that's all down the line. So you can basically do a Jamaican nanny. <laughs> Lenny exactly. can't. I can't do it. My favorite word is, go pass me the umbrella. That's yeah. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. I, I made that choice to be the Jamaican nanny on camera, and after that own where the show was, it, they wouldn't they wouldn't let me play on camera as her friend. <laughs> and I'm like, we're a reality show. This, and then like, no, it will ruin the continuity. Uh, all of a sudden, become Kim friends. Oh man! So I had to be a writer off camera because they wouldn't let me on camera for four years. I got As Neil said, <laughs> ten minutes before we got on with you, this business is brutal. Um, two quick questions: uh, America's Got Talent. Good experience, fun, nerve wracking. Yeah, Did you think you were going to win? Did it help your career? I know that's a lot of questions rolled up in one. Uh, Heidi oh, Klum okay. in front of you, two feet away, judging comedy. Would we'll sum it all up in a minute. Yeah, what are the nerves like on that show? You know what? The nerves are. The only time I was nervous when I be back uh, backstage pacing because I'm waiting for them to announce. But that's it. You know, because okay. you're, you're so occupied throughout the day. Because when they like you, they want a lot of B-roll. Yeah. You know, so you, so, so once I once I park the car on that set, I'm I got to be on for 11, 12 hours. Oh shit! Because the camera's on me because it's a reality show. Right. So in the back, it's fun. But when it was well, once my, I'm introduced and I step out on the big ass stage, I truly didn't feel nervous. It was just a waiting in the background because everyone kept saying to me, you know, this is the biggest show in the world. <laughs> you know, this is the biggest show in the world. They're trying you know, to make you nervous. Big, I get it. I get it. This is the thing. She doesn't get nervous. It's weird, yeah. Neil. She doesn't, I'm telling you, she doesn't look ever look nervous. No, I do. I get bubbles like diarrhea nervous. <laughs> you, you don't I look it. I always say, God, all I want to do is give these people what they paid for. I don't need to annihilate, smash, kill because... Black comics, you know, the right. way they judge a, a stand-up, they're like, I'm going to murder. Right. Killed it. They're so, I'm like, dude, I just want to be consistent. I can't. There's pressure to always fucking smash. <laughs> it's killing me. All right. One question before we're out of this segment. What is the dream job? Obviously, you can do everything. You can act. You can write. You can perform. You've been yeah. sidekick. You've been a Jamaican nanny. I mean, what do you, what is the Jackie Fabulous dream situation? Dream job is a sitcom uh, written and uh, executive produced, created, and starring me. Boom. There you go. The end. Yeah. I love it. Next one. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, don't forget the Jews if you need somebody to help you with that. <laughs> right, here we go. All right. Uh, the second corner is... Uh, this podcast just turned into an audition. Yeah, for I just auditioned. We're, we're going we're gonna to do a scene. Everything turns into an audition. Yeah. yeah like, showbiz. Yeah. But, Public speak. It's the second one I want to do is like you do a lot of public speaking and corporate events. And I, I looked into that and um, and a lot of it is under the theme finding your fabulous, which is a really funny title and um, changing your life to be happy, I think, was probably the theme of this. Is that what finding your uh, fabulous your means? Are fabulous, And I'm like uh, influencing women all around the world to find the funny of this was. And you get a lot of you get a lot of corporates just speaking. Yeah, right? I created all that because I wanted to have a message because I knew that you know I I wanted to translate the 
the fandom from female fandom comedy fans. I'm like, how can I get those same women but get them in a corporate way? Right. So I just put it out there that I wanted to be a motivational speaker, a, a funny one. I can't be a serious one. That was that was what I thought was missing. My, that was my plug. Like, there's a lot of motivational speakers slash preachers slash all this stuff, and they're, they're never funny. Oh, please. They inject jokes, but they're not funny the whole time. I'm like, why can't a TED Talk be a TED Talk? But it be an actual a comedy TED Talk with the same intent and message as a as a serious one. Yeah. So you know, for the first time two years ago, I spoke. I had a girlfriend. We put we got a little thing together, and we spoke to the Women's Leadership Conference in Vegas with thousands of women saying at Damn Jam. And with her, it was fun. Everyone kept telling me, "You should you know do this by yourself." Every time I try something new regarding comedy, they're like, "You don't need anybody. Do it yourself." So the next year, I went and I pitched myself and did it alone. And the message, and there's nothing but women. So I'm like, so I'm still working to, I mean, the pandemic killed the coming back the third year, but I've been working trying not not leave stand up, but not depend on it so much where right. I have to go to some other state to make a couple grand to eat. I'd rather right. you do the corporate to make, you know, ridiculous amounts of money with the same job, but just, you know, Yep. More of those, so that stand-up comedy in Iowa and Michigan or the backwoods of God knows where doesn't have to be how I eat. I like the so, plan. You know, I'm trying to mix them both. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, as a performer, you don't need anybody else with you other than maybe a gay pl- piano player <laughs> sitting in the corner. I mean, you're such a big presence. What, who? Nobody's going to be That's able to... Why- yeah. That's why I've never opened for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Every, every now and then, the only, the only comedian who call always, if I said that I'm available and you feel like you want to do um, some stage time, is Alonzo Bowden and or Russell Peters. Oh, cool. Nobody else ever asked me to open or work with them at all. <laughs> well, I mean, some of them don't yeah. have gigs, but yeah, you're a bigger presence than, you know, they're, you're so different than those guys. And they also have huge following. So it's like, it just yeah, makes the like, show better. Yeah, they don't care what you do. They exactly. They don't care. Exactly. <laughs> that works. Other than that, yeah, of course not. And be like, um, wait, so the we, message in corporate, is, are all those women after the show's over, are they all talking to you and coming up to you and be like, okay, here's my, like, does that go on forever? Yeah, it does. Well, I, you know what? I I haven't done it since 2019. Actually, when I did America's Got Talent, the second round, the same night of the second round, the same day of the second round was supposed to air that night, I, is when I did my speech for the Women's Leadership Conference in Vegas. So when they saw that the next day, then it became like, I need to get security. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have had more friends around. Prior to that, yes. it was fine. Because yeah. once, you know, if they're attracted to my stand-up, and now they think I have a, a message that will help them change their lives. Right. You know, it, having security doesn't mean you're a papa's asshole. It means that's necessary. <laughs> yeah, they only want a piece of the fabulous, if you know what I mean. They don't want to talk. Yeah, they want to talk. And, and they it's want... fantastic, but... I'm like, let me write a book and sell some. Exactly. Shit. Yeah, that's money a... off of all this attention. Speaking of which, did you, is the book done? I th- no. Oh. Okay. I let that book. I let the, I had to write a book proposal. I met with the, uh, my manager got me a meeting with guys who have done a lot of stand-up comic books, and they were like, "Well, go write a proposal." And I procrastinated in the pandemic, and I'm like, "I'm trying to focus now." But now I really do need to do it because there's a chance I might get a job 
soon on TV. And when you get a TV job, you have to have shit to sell. <laughs> um, we, we, I always remember working when I worked in corporate America. So it was driving me nuts. Like every year, and Gina and I just talk about Gina just got like a gift basket because they at from work and they had like a virtual wine thing, and we're giving Neil the well, wine. Say, say it again. We, we had um, we, when I they always give out stuff. Corporations, when I worked in a company, they would do stuff at the end of the year for the employees to give them like a, yeah. a gift. My wife got like bottles of wine sent to her and they had like a little happy hour online. And, um, yeah. Um, and my thing back in the day, and we both agree, like, can you just give us the money? You know what I mean? Like they both, they're trying to do something nice and it's driving, it would drive me nuts, Jackie. So one of the things was, um, they had a motivational speaker come in one year and the woman's big talk was she had, she looked normal. She's very dynamic enough. I, I wanted to pull my eyeballs out. I had a lot of work to do, but they thought they're doing us a favor. And I'm like, I don't know what they're paying this woman, but if we divide it by the people in this room, <laughs> no, I, I just, even if it's 50 bucks, just give me the fucking 50 bucks and don't motivate me. Okay. I don't want to be motivated. And her big speech was, was because when you looked at her hand, she had something wrong with her fingers. They were all deformed. And she always wanted to be a public yeah. speaker. And her message was, you can do anything. Basically doesn't matter. You just do it. You know, you, even though I have these weird yeah. hands, and she'd hold up these very weird hands and I'm in the back going oi vey like come on man you know like you're eating nope the guy next to me get you Tony Robbins what they made me go back to do right they what they made me go back to do is like my team whoever was on it they'd have to write down in a secret envelope like what their dream thing was and then maybe in some way as a manager that by the end I would be able to kind of make that happen so of course and I mean all I remember is my friend Pat and one of the guys that worked for me Pat Ravel Pat if you're out there I'm sorry I'm going to tell this story but he he uh, his thing was always like Marcus all I want in the world I want to start a landscaping business like all this guy loved mowing lawns I'm like, wait, you're making this much money as a computer programmer and your dream job. Yeah, I want to mow my lawn outside and then go inside. My wife, I sit in my underwear and my wife makes me a great Italian dinner while I watch the Weather Channel. That was his that was his big. I'm like, I can't make any of that shit happen. You know, like just fucking mow lawns, you know. But that was one of the thing. And then I would walk in my boss's office and bitch. I'm like, I have to go through all this shit because you hired this motivational speaker, which look at this. Look at these requests I got. This is ridiculous. None of them are going to do shit. Half of them didn't even take it fucking serious. And I go, I just want the 50 bucks, my piece of that. Don't make me go to these stupid meetings. And then he was like. He was like, he goes, you know what? I looked through 400 of them and you're the, and I had, he knew I just started stand up. This is way back. This is in the nineties. So he's like, he just goes, you're the only one who is actually doing something that <laughs> I'm like, exactly. So I'm the only one who shouldn't have to be there. Just give me the fucking 50 bucks. You know, he's like, get out of my Maybe office. Maybe the motivation worked on you and you don't even know. No, it, it was, it I was self motivation, but I totally like the fact that you're trying to help people. Gina, my wife needs to, wants to switch careers, but she's for forever. She's in her mid thirties and she doesn't know what to switch to, you know, and it's driving wow. her absolutely mad. So there's a person that needs to go to Jackie Fabulous's seminar or read the book. So when you're done, let me know. Wait, do, you, do you have a motivational person that you like? Like, did you like Tony Robbins or uh, any of those kind of? You know what? I'm not going to lie. 
as as corny as we all can find him to be. I like Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah. I like the high uh, energy. Jackie, you don't understand. <laughs> I fell all in. I'm all Neil in. Neil went Tony all Robbins. in 20 years ago. Bought all the tapes. Like tape I got my zero to I got my success journal. Success journal. 20 tapes. The whole thing. Big teeth. You know, whatever he had to motivate Neil. I mean, he was fired up. I always say I built up an immunity to all motivational. 25 after a while. years later, he made it as a security guard on television. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, I listened to a lot of Tony Robbins stuff uh, driving to the gig when I lived oh. on the West Coast back and forth to Vegas so yeah. much, and I was I drove to Arizona, God knows how many times. Yeah, and man, it kept me from dying and falling asleep with the wheel many times. No, I know. I'm still drinking eight glasses of water a day because Tony See? Robbins told me to. <laughs> See? He's like, "You've See? got to." You work. You've got to drink eight glasses a day. Why? And I'm like, eight a day? I don't. I, I probably it probably was more or less, but in my head, I just. Got eight glasses a day. So to to this day, I pound eight glasses a day, no matter Why? what. Because he told me that's what the key to everything was. Did he also say you have yeah. to pee fourteen times a day? <laughs> yeah, no, that was day six. <laughs> day six, eight glasses a day. Don't just hold your water, Neil. Now, hold can you water. build a whole program, Jackie? Like a whole like month long with Jackie in the in the fucking desert? I've never done that. Never done <laughs> that's, that's what's next. And unfortunately, all over social media. Our, our, our classes teaching you how to create that. Oh, really? I got to focus and pick one thing. Yeah, online there's so many different things. The, the last thing I signed up to get uh, is a real estate license. I'm, I'm going to get that fucking what the hell because I had one in New York years ago. Oh, wow. And I hated it because I, I was helping a lot of young, uh, spoiled assholes rent apartments in Manhattan. Right. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That'd be good. Well, it's too bad you didn't have it. You could have sold Leslie a house. That's ah, yeah. Yeah. real estate. That's I, know, I saw it online. I was like, oh, and her realtor is a friend of mine, a comic. Friend of, friend of yours. It's friend of mine. Who do you think got of that job? <laughs> oh, Bernadette Paul. I know yeah, Bernadette yeah. for We've 25 known Bernie years. Forever. That's how I, I bonded with Bernie. We were talking about how much we were in love with you. Yes. Oh, well, you know, love Bernie. Love Bernie. Bernie and her wow, husband. Out. Yeah, I know them forever. Good, really good close friends of mine. Um, I know. I love her. I know. She's the best. Um, uh, we, um, I changed careers. You changed careers. Neil changed careers. It's hard, you know. That's the, one of the big things is getting people to find something they like, right? And then is it, what is it fear that holds people back from really pursuing happiness or too hard to start over? Is it the golden handcuffs, the health insurance? What is what think, have you found the the worst one is? I think people don't know, they, I mean, and they don't have any encouragement around them. Mm. And uh, the biggest one is, I'm 40 years old. I can't go back to school. Right. I'll be 45 by the time I finish. I'm like, you're gonna be 45 anyway. I mean, <laughs> isn't that the plan? The plan is always to not die. Yeah. So you can't be like, I can't go back to college. I'm 30. I'll, I'm like, yeah. And you're gonna spend the next four or five years, if if not more degrees, post grad yeah but you're still gonna grow old yeah because people are so thinking you know i can't do it i'm too old but it's not how much time is what you do with the time that's true that's true, that's true. Not i mean everybody around you think because a lot of us grow up with you get your diploma you go to college you go to more college and then you, you get this job you meet someone get married have a baby and shut up and die right and a lot of people if, you, if they don't follow the plan that their parents Yep. Tell them, yep. or if they come from an immigrant family, because immigrant families are like, we just need to survive. Right. We don't have time for fucking dreams. <laughs> yes. You know? yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, 
our generation is probably the last generation that realizes you can do whatever you want to do. Yep. And the one at, the one before at, is it before or after before they're like we're going to we are not going to college it's a scam. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's one after us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's it really is like that. It's like people I used to call Plan A. Um, you know, yeah. you go to school, you, uh, you get your degree, you get the job, you get the wife, you get the kids. That's it. You get the watch that's after it. like 40 years and you die. It's good. And I was but like, most, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't but do most, it. For more than that. How, who do you think you are? Yeah. Most of those were not thought out though. You just did it and you never thought about it until you, you go to college, do all the stuff and then you get in a job. You had no idea what you're getting a job for. You're just like, you're getting a job. You're like, <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I didn't. What? This is it. You yeah. know, you yeah. don't you don't realize and, the job. And that, and that usually goes and that so quickly goes from graduating when you're 23. Next thing you know, you're 33. And I'm like, I don't like anything I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And then it just peters out into the rest of your life. You know, and then you beat your wife. Exactly. And the ones that don't have the ball, they're like, well, I guess why? Should, you know, a lot of people, when they hear the words, are you happy or happy? They're like, well, yeah, I got a job and I have <laughs> my life and I have a kid. I'm like, that's not what I ask you. Right. You know, that's right. Listen, we're the ones who decide to like, I would like to be happy. I can have the wife and the husband, all that stuff, but I'd like to be happy too. Am I allowed? And that's what we've done. Exactly. You can have it all, kids. Follow the fabulous yeah, route. At the same time, but you can. I'm ready to buy the book. You got me. <laughs> you got me. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Day four real estate. I want that. <laughs> I want that real estate section. Oh my god! You just put it on tape, Jackie. He'll listen to it. Um, all right. Third, third corner. Third corner. We're gonna do today is Jackie Fabulous is really good at nailing. Like the, obviously, she talks to the women in the crowd, but men versus women is a, a nice theme of her act. And so I did. I looked up a bunch of stuff. On men and women. Now I'm gonna pose a question to you two at the same time on this one. Okay. And you tell me what you think. I'll start with Jackie on this one. Okay, better at speaking, men or women? Speaking for money or just speaking, just speaking conversation? Conversation. Oh God, women. Men are fucking horrible. The guy I'm dating now. <laughs> yeah, I would the only reason I'm with him is because he's hot. He can't fucking talk at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you need him to talk at all, Jackie? Yeah, you know what? My girlfriend last night, I was talking to her, Kim Whitley. Yeah. And she and she's like that guy in your Instagram are you two together still? And I said, I don't know. And she said, What are you she's like he looks good, he cooks for you, what else? You want him to talk to? And she was serious. <laughs> she wasn't joking. And I was like, Of course I want him to talk. She you want him to call you and shit. I'm like, What where are your standards though? She's like, I don't know what you're complaining about. She's like she's like he's hot and he cooks for you and you say the sex is good. What else do you want? Jackie wants it all. We just we discovered it. <laughs> Neil, Neil, men or women? Uh, women are a thousand times better at talking. Yeah. Uh, there's no speaking, whatever it is, always better. Like from public speaking to everything. Everything. Men are the better at the little thing where you rah-rah at the beginning. Like a man is better at going up and going like, yeah, uh, let's go, everybody. <laughs> That's and it. Then, and then it's over. That's it. They got nothing else to say. <laughs> So women a hundred times better. That's why we should have a, a female president. That's why Probably. we should have more. You know, it's that, there's no doubt about it. All right. According to WebMD, women find Wait, the. What about you? You didn't answer. Uh, oh, it's definitely women. I say the wrong things constantly. Yeah, constantly. That's and why men are always the ones doing warm up for TV shows. They're the ones. Rah, rah, rah. I'll 
Okay, yeah. Shut up and let's get to work. Oh, if I you watch me do crowd work, I'll ask the wrong question constantly. Like, although, <laughs> like, like, look at the president's terrible. Although Obama was amazing speaker. Yes, he was. But, um, women find the right words faster and use wider variety of words. This doesn't yeah. mean men aren't good speakers. It's just women seem to have a small advantage, according to WebMD. More, more creative. Yep. All right, let's do the next one. Damn it. Better. Sorry, Neil. Better at spatial awareness. <laughs> I don't even know what spatial awareness is, but uh, well, spatial or facial? Spatial with an S, uh, as in Sam. Spatial, spatial awareness. awareness. Yeah, like how women, close. Women, the- because we're always, especially if you live in New York and you take any kind of public transportation, we're always aware of a man being uncomfortably close for no reason whatsoever. Interesting. That's true. Um, Neil? Well, uh, because of my CIA background, I'm always aware of everything. <laughs> what CIA background? The Liam Neeson movie, Taken. I've oh. seen it like 85 times. <laughs> That's your background? <laughs> yeah. Remember the story where I saved my parent? Yeah. So I'm. Uh, we just had this conversation the other day with Bethel because we were telling that story. But I'm very, for some reason, when I travel mm-hmm. and when I'm like in crowded places, I'm very aware. Like I, I feel like I'm a CIA guy, even I though I have no skills like that. And you know what? That's interesting you say that. The answer for this is uh, I would send men too because my wife has no spatial awareness whatsoever. It's part of what's called spatial uh, awareness. It includes how well you gauge the size, distance, and speed of things around you like teammates on a basketball court, for example. So the answer is men, according to WebMD. Thank you. They have better space. I, I, think, I think so. But also I noticed that, you know, when I watch like Mission Impossible, yep. I always wanted that skill where I walk into the restaurant and then Bethel goes, hey, did you see the restaurant? I'm like, yeah, blue shirt on table five <laughs> guy carrying drink behind me to the left like i memorized the whole everybody i don't have that kind of skill but i think if i was that kind of person i i want that kind i have i have to say i do do a lot of the spatial awareness especially in sports definitely i'm always sizing up where where everybody is yeah i'm always si- i have to see the room before sports I, is huge especially yeah. if it's a new room i have to see the room before i go in there and i want to size up the room and who's i'm telling you i'm very special no, in basketball i can tell where everybody's going to go all the time yeah and my and my wife just hogs the bed, so she has no clue what she's saying. You know, she just get over on your side, be spatially aware. Okay, either that or she's just selfish. I don't know. All right, third one, um, safe safer drivers, men or women? Hmm. <laughs> I'm rarely gonna pick women ever for anything. And and the sad thing is, you're always gonna be right. It's like what the the woman who just said she falls asleep listens. And Tony Robbins had to (laughs) say, "No, Tony Robbins kept her awake. Tony Robbins kept her awake, but sounds like pretty unsafe driving. You can't fall asleep on day eight. No way. (laughs) I think that that's a tough one, Jackie. What do you think? I think men are better drivers overall. The women are. You know, I've come across a lot of. Uh, fearful, scary female driver, especially Lyft driver. Like when I get in the Lyft and yeah. there's a female driver and and she has to take me into Manhattan, the fear that takes over her body when she sees me dressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, like, you guys are so used to just going to the dry cleaners and the fucking market. I'm like, people live outside of the Bronx. Yeah, what's, what's funny yeah, is about Lyft. If you order a Lyft here or an Uber in New York, yeah. um, I ninety nine point. I don't think I've ever had a woman driver. But every time I'm in LA, total mix. Yeah, I mean, anybody. 
women are tons of, but well, the I don't like my cab driver in New York City. I don't like my cab driver to go on the highway. I love when he's in the city and just storming around. Oh. He he can only get up to like thirty or forty in the city. Oh, that's but it. when he heads on like West Side Highway and gets up to ninety, I clearly think I'm gonna die. And I don't care if it's a man or a woman. So <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's also not man or woman. It's it's who's the angriest. I don't want to be around angry. <laughs> well, I don't want angry drivers. I think men are angrier than so men are. My dad's an awful angry driver. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so it's Tom. You know Van Horn. Driver. I can't drive with Van Horn. Everybody fucking get out of the way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it's two me. in the morning. Nobody's on the road. Why are you yelling at a guy making a left turn? Like, we're not in a rush at all. Wait, can I piggyback on this question? Sure. Now, wait, I, I didn't this, even give you the answer yet. This is to both of you. Elon, I just read Elon. I mean, I was listening. Elon Musk says in, in less than two years, everybody will have a driverless car, which I do you hop in a driverless car right no. now? Fuck no. Jackie? A driverless a, a dr- car, you yeah, yeah, would you, you get in one? Would you get in a driverless car? Uh, I would get in a luxury driverless car. <laughs> <laughs> that means you got your own no TV show. Floor. I'm not ready for that. You need yeah. to be a Tesla and better. She needs airbags. But if you're going to wherever, if you're in LA and you're going to, uh, do you take a driverless car uh, to Vegas? No, no. You hop in the back not seat. Yet. Not, not yet. yet. It not doesn't yet. mean the car can't break down, and then what? You don't even have somebody there to help you. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if I could do it either. Then what? A driverless drone picks you up? I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no. All right. The answer to this one, safe drivers, the better, safe, safer drivers are women. Men to take men tend to take more risks. They're more likely to speed, yeah. drive drunk, and go without a seatbelt. They Not also have seatbelt. They also have more severe more crashes like than women drivers. So Is that the same thing with yep. a mask? It sounds like you're talking about a mask. Um, I, I, yeah, they 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 go they dive in and out of the, the the carpool lane and ignoring the fact that you you shouldn't do that when the line is solid. That's men. Yeah, yep. there you go. All right, who smiles more, men or women? Uh, women, because women are low key in some way, shape, or form, always looking for a partner. Interesting, Neil. Who smiles more? I mean, my first my is, wife not included. <laughs> my first thing, instinct is women too. <laughs> Women. The answer is women. Correct. I would have said yeah. I probably would have said women, but they smart. They women are far more likely to smile than men. They do this in many different social situations, even though they are not necessarily happy or amused. In one study, no, res- and we're also taking it our whole life. Exactly. That's, <laughs> That's exactly right. it. In one study, researchers smiled at approximately 150 males and 150 females in public. In general, women return the smiles more often than men. Women return the smiles to men 93% of the time and to other women 86% of the time. Males smile back at women 67% of the time and they return smiles to men 58% of the time. I used to have a joke about this when I started because if a a woman would ever look at me across the room and like just smile at me, I just think (laughs) my joke was like I think one thing and one thing only. There's something coming out of my nose. That's, that's, that, was all, that was one of my original jokes. It's weird. It's like intimidating. But that can make your whole day. It can make your whole day. Yeah. yeah. But I, I can see a woman smiling at you from across the room when you're looking back at her like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm looking over my shoulder like, there's somebody behind me, right? It's one of those. It's like, you know, there's some, he's, she's looking at a hot guy behind me. Come on. 
<laughs> constantly. They get you on the, you know where they the get women. you? on the In New York, they get me all the time on the old little phone trick where they're talking on the phone. They're kind of smiling at me. Yeah. But they're talking on their fucking phone. And I, I'm like, what? Whoa. And I can't put it together fast enough. It's really embarrassing. Oh, my God. I just got the earbuds, by the way. Those, my wife got Yeah, you, you can't know, see anybody talking. I, you're just talking like you look like a mental patient. If yeah, you yeah. raise your voice, you, it's ridiculous. Um, okay. Um, one more. Reading a map. Reading a map. Reading a map. <laughs> Men or women? Men, because I've never read a map in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Not to depend on that I could get out or get someplace. Because when I first moved to Cali in 2000, when you had a car, you had to have the Thomas Guide. Yeah, right. that thing. I haven't heard of that in forever. That thing, everyone no, had one I'm of like, those. guess what? I'd rather just be lost. I'm like, using, I don't understand what it says. <laughs> Neil, men or women, reading a the, map. The Thomas Guide. That was the like, Thomas that guy. was, you had to have Neil that. lived in L.A. for a while. I've never oh lived in L.A. Oh, my God. Ah, that's what like, he knows. That was ridiculous. We all had what it. Is, what is it? We may not have used it, but we had it. Yeah, it's this massive it's, book of every street, right? Oh, how to get to wherever. Yeah, you'd have to have Unreal. it. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, what do you think, reading a map, Neil? Definitely, I would say men. Yeah, men are actually better at reading maps and have better sense of direction. Neuroscientists at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology found that in men, the hippocampus, the part of the brain that helps us with a sense of direction, was used more in men than women. Okay, we do have time for one more. Let's do a quick one. Um, tells more lies, men or women? Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Jackie, you want to go with first? Interesting. Uh-oh. You know, my instinct tells me women. Interesting. See, so she didn't even, for yeah, even yeah. lying, she went women. I know, but she could be lying. That's the <laughs> trick. <laughs> well, what That's do you think? We're lying in some way, shape, or form all the time. All whether the time. it's a, a hair extension, our weight, you're the biggest <laughs> I've ever seen. We're lying all day. Neil? Well, there's tiny lies that I like. I like tiny lies. Neil always lies. I'm a tiny Constantly liar. Lying. I just to make, I want to make people happy, so I tiny That's lie. That's true. Okay, so what do you think, men or women? Men. Cor- men is the answer. According to a survey wow. commissioned by the Science Museum of London, on average, men tell three lies every day or roughly 1,092 every year. By comparison, women, wow. they say, only told two lies every day on average, which works out to 728 lies a year. Research also shows that women lie more to try and spare someone's feelings. That I like. Okay. Yeah. You know, a comic friend of mine, Jay Phillips, he said we were on some podcast and he made a comment and I'm like, that is so profound. He said, men like to lie, women like to argue. <laughs> oh, that's And the women on the panel were like, what does that mean? And, he, and, and then he was like, see? <laughs> we were like, fuck you, <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's move on. That was fine. All right. The last corner we're going to do today is a quiz. I'm going to put Neil in the soundproof booth. Neil, please, out, out, while Miss Fabulous gets ready. Where you going? Into the birdies room? Yeah. Okay. Have fun in there. All right. Neil, I think, is gone. All right, Jackie. He's not done well on these. uh, He hasn't won in a while. But this is going to okay. be, you know, I try and make him, I try and give him something to go on. So now Jackie Fabulous, Jackie Champagne, yeah. whatever. Um, I'm, this is celebrity names. I'm going to give you the real name and you give me the celebrity everyone knows. So if I said Archibald huh? Leach, the answer would be Cary Grant. Okay. But okay. every, these are pretty recent. I don't think, you know, you can go 80s to now that you're not going to have to go back to Cary Grant. I don't think, uh, 
Okay. Probably 70s to now. I don't think there's anybody on here that you wouldn't recognize. And I'd say in if in if you have to guess, I'm going to give you a hint. I'll give Neil the same gin, uh, hint. I would say go uh, musician. Okay? So okay. that's everybody at home ready? All right, here we go. Um, Marshall Mathers the third. And tell you who that really is? That's right. Eminem. Correct. Alan Stewart Konigsberg. No idea. Okay. Wait, wait, Alan Alda? Oh, no. good guess, though. Jonah Feldstein. Jonah Hill? Yep. Calvin Broadus. Say it again? Calvin Broadus. Matthew Broadus? No. Broadus. B-R-O-A-D-U-S. Was I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. Yeah, I'll give you another shot if you want Calvin Broadus. Yeah, yeah. No, I got nothing. Okay. Go to the next one. Stefani Joanne Angelina Germata. Germanata. Madonna. Madonna. Uh, no, you were close, though. Wait, no. Uh, Gwen Stefani? Nope. Is that Madonna? Oh, no. Lady Gaga. Yeah, that's right. I'll give it to you. Gordon Sumner. Gordon Sumner. Gordon Sumner. It's not Gordon Ramsay, is it? No. Gordon, the guy from the guy from the third rock from the sun. <laughs> no, that's funny though. No, All no right. idea. Let's go to the next one. O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea Jackson. Is that Samuel Jackson? Nope. O'Shea. Oh wait, God damn it! I used to do this in my. I act. used to know this. Ice Cube. That's correct. All right. Nice. Robin Fenty. Robin who? Fenty. F F is in Frank. F E. Oh, Rihanna. That's Rihanna. Cor- that's correct. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham? Yep. Aubrey Graham. It's not Ashley Graham, is it? No. no. That's a uh, oh. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey. Nope, don't know. All right, Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Dwight with a D. Dwight? Yeah, Reginald Kenneth Dwight. No idea. Right. Who's that? James Earl. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Julie Smith. Julie Smith. Ugh. Julia Roberts? Nope. Alicia. No? Nope. Alicia Moore. Alicia Moore, pink. Yes. Terry Bollea. Terry Bollea? Terry with a T as in Tom. Terry Bollea, B as in boy. Terry Bollea. Terry Cruz? Nope. Karen Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson. Oh, wait. Damn it. I know who that is. I can't remember. Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson. Nope. Don't know. And the last one, my favorite one, Dana Owens. Dana Owens. Oh, Queen Latifah. That is correct. All right. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of 15. Neil's got a shot. Neil! Neil! All right. He's coming back. Don't worry. He has no shit. Um, But... 
who knows? You never know. I think you have a chance, Neil. Uh-oh. Uh, she got 7 out of 15, which oh, is one okay. less than, you know. That's in, that's in my ballpark. Yeah, it's in your ballpark. All right, here All we right. go. This is it. It's called Celebrity Names. Oh, I'm going to give you the shit. real name. Uh, I'm going to give you the person's real name. You give me the celebrity everyone knows, okay? Oh, shit. So, like, if I said Archibald, <laughs> Archibald Leach would be Cary Grant, okay? Oh, it's like, shit. And I'm going to give you the same hint that I gave Jackie. <laughs> when in doubt. I'm not going to get any of these. When in doubt, guest musician. Oh, okay? God. But... All right, here we go. We got to get seven. What in doubt, like, guess a rock star? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, that's your hint. So stop <laughs> whining. All right, but that's when in doubt. I'm not saying they're all that. Okay. But, and also, they're all, it's not Archibald Leach goes back to Cary Grant is like okay. 40s and 50s. But this is 1980 or above. You've heard of all these got people, it. clearly. Okay. okay. Wait, let me get my buzzer. You're going to give hints, though, right? I'm not giving you shit. Okay. No. But I can I ask questions about the name? Absolutely not. Like where they're from? Nope. What, what movie they did? Uh, nope. Oh, Here we go. And see if you can beat Jackie. Marshall Mathers the Third. Oh, Eminem. There you go. What's wow. Nice job. Oh, holy. That was easy. Right, that's a lot of celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. He's so proud of himself. Don't worry. He always chokes Woo! near the end. Let's end it there. Don't, Let's call it a win. Neil, Neil's first five, Jackie. So, you know, he hangs with everybody from dummies to PhDs we've had on this show. He hangs with everybody. It's the apart. last five. You want to talk just, about choking? Just like the SAT. Yeah. This is like he gets out of the car at AGT. He looks great. <laughs> Everything's good. And they introduce him, and he just, Heidi Klum takes one look at him. He's done. All right, here we go. Alan Stewart Konigsberg. Oh, shit. Seriously? Come on. Alan Stewart Konigsberg. I have, I can't tell you that I have no idea. I've never even heard this name in my life. Uh, I guess I got a, I guess I got a guest musician. <laughs> Whatever. What are you guessing? Pick anyone. Say his name again. Alan Stewart Konigsberg. Sing it. Sing how he sings. I'm not singing how he sings. Come on, I let's go. I don't know. Neil Diamond. Good guess though. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Oh, that's oh, embarrassing. Everybody knows that. Are you seriously, his what? name was a Woody. To me, it's Woody Allen. So All that's right. a trick question. Jonah. Yeah. Jonah Feldstein. Mm. I stopped following him when he banged it with his daughter. <laughs> no, yeah, he lost you there. I have to watch his movies in the dark in the basement. Jonah uh, Feldstein. Jonah Feldstein. That that sounds Neil Diamond. No. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of Neil Diamond, man. That's Jonah uh, Hill. You're right. Oh, that Jonah Hill? Yeah. Damn it. I got it. Change okay. my name. Always, always like 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 when you're teaching your kid how to read and tell them to sound out the word. Yeah, exactly. Never abandon the first name if you don't know. They the first name is a part of it. Yeah, Jackie, yeah. don't help him. Don't help him. Oh, I love God, what he loses. Did you get Jonah? You got Jonah Hill. She got Jonah Hill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Calvin Broadus. Ooh. Come on, everybody knows this one. Ooh, I I have never. I swear to God, I've never heard these names. Calvin Broadus. Everybody knows this one. Calvin Broadus, a musician. I said, when in doubt. I'm just musician. looking at your eyes right now. I'm looking at your eyes. It looks like he's saying no to musician. So I'm looking. I'm, my eyes say you're Calvin a moron. Calvin Broadus. I'll go for. I have no idea. I don't even know where to guess. Uh, Lenny Marcus. <laughs> Lenny Marcus. Close. People do think that's a fake name. Like no, it's real. Calvin Broadus. I wouldn't uh, walk around with the name Lenny if I didn't have to. Robin Williams or something. No. Oh, shit. Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop Dogg people. Calvin. Oh, yes, Calvin. Calvin brought us a Snoop Dogg. That one rings. That one 
remember. All right, how about this Shit, one? Neil? I didn't even know that. Number five, you better pick it up because she's she's yeah, beating you two got one. This. I'm worrying. Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanata. Angelina Jolie. Nope. Oh, shit. Didn't you say Angelina in there? Yeah. Lady Gaga. What did you say? Uh, I she said Angelina said- Jolie. I got excited for a second. Like, I got one. <laughs> I should have known Lady Gaga. You should have known Lady Gaga. Damn Everybody, it. That's yeah, a t- you should have known. All right. You should know this one. one. You should know I, I, this I would've, one. I could have got that Concentrate. One. You should know right. this one. <clears throat> Gordon. This is why you lose them all. Yeah. Gordon <laughs> Sumner. I know this one. Yeah, I know this one. But yep. now I'm, I'm I've lost all my confidence. <laughs> Gordon Sumner. I want to say like Batman, but uh, <laughs> Batman. Uh, I don't know. Isn't that weird that that popped in my head? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where I'm. That's what you're dealing with here. Gordon Sumner. <laughs> Come on. I know it. I just can't think of it. Oh uh, shit! You want to hit? You're getting it wrong. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Gordon Sumner, you don't have to put on the red Sting. Sting. Oh, I passed. I would have got that. Oh. No, it would have never come to me. Let's admit it. All right. I never know Sting's real name. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you shouldn't. You yeah, shouldn't, no. yeah. No, but I remember that name. That name sounded familiar. All right, how about... No, he should be, he's, no one should know his real name. Now, Neil, Neil should get this one because I had a bit for a long time that involved this, me calling this out. And so Neil has seen this bit you several small times. Hat? Here we go. O'Shea Jackson. Oh, yeah, you do have that. <laughs> O'Shea Jackson. Mm. O.J. Simpson? Oh, you stink. <laughs> Ice Cube. I knew it! <laughs> Ice Cube. The whole bit is about what I'm not you calling him. O'Shea. You got me. Yeah, I was like, like I, O'Shea. I was like, okay, maybe O.J. Like I got to call this guy Mr. Cube everywhere he goes. No, I'm calling him Mr. Jack. All right, here we go. I just I just saw him on an interview do this, that his name was O'Shea. Yeah. On an interview yeah. on, uh, yes, when Conan, with Conan. Whatever. Shit. Okay. Robin, <laughs> Robin Fenty. I already said Robin Williams. I was going to guess him all the time, but I don't think that was his real name, Robin Williams, was it? No. Robin Williams. No. Robin Fenty. God, is I've only got one. Rihanna. Dude, seven is looking brilliant. Rihanna. Right now. Oh, it, shit. I feel like there's no way he would have known that. Rihanna. I do no. love Rihanna, but I didn't. I just know yeah, where I was. Yeah, but a lot of people who. You, you got to know the background because she's a different person now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, you ready? Aubrey Graham. Mm. Aubrey Graham. You get me now on the Aubrey. I think I've got to think of Aubrey Graham. Oh, Christ. No idea. Drake. Not even. No. I, oh, Jesus I Christ. Drake. If you could have said, what's the I'm show? Never, he, I'm never a consistent Drake fan. It's always yeah. one day yes. That was a tough one. Was I was a, a big fan of Drake with his Degrassi years. I was a fan of uh, Drake's coffee cakes. Oh, Drake. That's all right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. God, I should know this. These. If you don't know this one, you I stink. I don't Just know get, any you're done. of them. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. No idea. It's Elton John. I, I just, I'm not putting these together. Oh. It's just not going. It's All just right, well, not now, working. Let me see. One, just two, just, one, two, uh, three. I'm out. You need to get the rest of these. All right. If I miss a couple more, we'll just stop the torture. Because now my mom listens to the well, podcast. Just, She's going to berate me for being really she stupid. She doesn't know either. These are hard. These are Julie really. Smith. Now, Julie Smith. I mean, I was just going to, I was waiting for a trick one that Julie Smith is really Julie Smith, but I don't know Julie Smith. So, <laughs> <laughs> therefore, actress. I know Julie Smith, Madonna. Actress. What did I just see? She you know, acted in, a, in Julianne the, Moore. Ah, oh, shit. Julianne 
Julianne, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yes. Why would she? Oh, because of SAG. She had to change her I name. No, it's Yeah, Julie that's Smith. a SAG name change. Okay. Alicia Moore. Alicia Moore? Yeah, this is a good one. Alicia Moore. So, well, now Jackie you got, got me it. thinking Julianne Moore. No. Alicia Moore. Alicia uh, Moore. Pick a color. Alicia Moore. Any color. Uh, <laughs> red. <laughs> is, it, is there any? Uh, is there any artist you know named Red? <laughs> no. Okay, but there is one name. Pink. Oh, it's pink. <laughs> God, I gotta well. change my name's way too boring. Uh, you can relax, Jackie. He's done. Terry Bollea. Mm. Come on. Tony Soprano. <laughs> it sounded like a Tony Soprano. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Same thing. Hulk Hogan. God damn it. They're doing a Tony Two Soprano left. reading. Ah. All right. I should have just kept guessing Neil Diamond. Karen Johnson. <laughs> oh, the, from the Carpenter, Karen Carpenter. No. What? No. Oh, what? Whoopi Goldberg. Shit. Uh, I just watched oh. I just watched Whoopi last night. You got one, the first one, Eminem, and let's go to the last one. Well, that Dana. was so easy. Dana Owens. You got me so excited like I was out of chance. And I used to do this in my act, too. Dana, Dana Owens. Owens. It was a whole thing about O'Shea Jackson and Dana Owens. Oh, so you're in the uh, Dana Owens. All right, he's horrible. I didn't think horrible. it was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of his worst ones, I have to say. I am i don't even know what to this say. This is embarrassing. Uh, iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Dana? No, it's a girl. Queen Latifah. Oh, shit. Oh, you threw me Lord. off by saying O'Shea. You pinned them together. I was oh, like, okay, who would he rap God. with? You feel, maybe you listen to my act once in All a while. Right, Jackie, I apologize for that. You had to sit through that <laughs> the moment winner in your life. Okay. Today is no, Jackie really Babylon. <laughs> You deserved it. Nice you deserved it. Easy. I thought there was a chance I wouldn't win, but clearly. Everybody <laughs> yeah, worries. Yeah. Everybody worries, and then they're like, what that was That was the fucking about? worst quiz I've ever heard. Uh, How would I know any of those I don't know. Names? You always know random You, you threw stupid me shit. off with, I thought they were going to be you, all Jewish you, names. You a broad range, and he still had no chance. He beat yeah. a PhD once in yeah. art history, and he can't even that come is close impossible. on celebrity is... names. All you do is watch TV. Okay, here we go. All right. The way we end the show every week, Jackie, is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. I'm going to start this week, Neil. Let's hear it's it. It's a bad thing. You know what's happening at 4 o'clock today, Neil? I don't. What? It's the nor'easter is going to begin. We didn't get it's going to be more snow in the next 24 hours here than it was all of last year. I'm saying it's not going to be that bad. Oh, I think this is blown out of proportion. It's going to be one to two feet. What are you talking about? No, I'm not oh, feeling Jesus. that. I was enjoying New York not having a winter anymore. <laughs> Me too. It's going to be oh, it's going to be brutal. I do not uh, like snow and I am not going to like this and if they shut down the school tomorrow and Birdie's here. Mm. I thought global warming fucked it up forever and we were no longer going to be cold oh, ever. God. Don't yeah. shut it down, de Blasio. He said he's not going to shut it down anymore. He's he's had it. Shut what down? It's already shut down. What what's shut down? It can't be more shut Nothing. down than it is now. Indoor, indoor oh yeah, nothing yeah. left to shut down. Well, the school, yeah, I guess so. I guess they're not even going to school. It's nothing. Yeah, left. when yeah, I was, the school shut down. Yeah, uh, some I, of it. When I was walking here, all the store, all the restaurants had little signs on the door well, saying we're okay, closed. Okay, the two schools oh. that are open are the four restaurants that give you right takeout. <laughs> Everything else is shut down. Yeah. My wife actually asked a question really quick before you, I ask you guys your good thing or bad thing of the week. Is it let's middle of a snowstorm? Is it uh, bad form to order? Uh, Order uh, no. delivery as long as you tip better. Well, yeah, no, okay. no, because now you're helping. We'll keep keep working. Okay, 
Yeah. Um, great. I'll tell her. Neil, one good thing, one bad thing of the week. Oh, uh, it's a double good bad combination. Okay, you can do both. And we talked about this. We did. Uh, that it's there's no SAG screeners this year, <laughs> which is always true. which is always what I live for, and yeah. really the only reason I'm a member of SAG, so I get my free freaking <laughs> movies. And now every movie we've seen, it's already we've already watched them all. They're all on it. Netflix. There's no movies this year, so a couple of documentaries maybe. So that's, that's what I emailed about from SAG about the screeners. Yeah, well, there is going to be no screeners, right? No we've screeners. already seen We're them all. We're supposed to get it. We're I mean, supposed to get. It. There's no movies. This is the first year my SAG bills are paid up. Where I thought, and look at that. Wait, I wasted money paying my dues. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I pay that every year to get those freaking movies. Yeah. And there's no, there's not one. We couldn't think of one thing that we have would not be able to see on our own huh. on Hulu or Netflix. That's true. Broke actors, like I couldn't afford to give you this money, guys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They so, should at least maybe they should give you. That's a good and bad thing. You guys got a week to watch whatever you need to watch on HBO Max. Here's the ID. Go. I guess, yeah, yeah. something like that. Well, okay. that's how I did Hulu. Everybody's like, watch Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted. If Leslie would have said Ted Lasso one more time, I was gonna kill. That him. was on Apple TV. Apple TV, <laughs> and I the I last watching industry on HBO. It's good. It's good. All right. Um, all right, Jackie. One good thing. One bad thing of the week. I don't have. Maybe I really am wired in a way that I should have medication. I don't have anything bad. Couple days today. Well, you Thursday, could have a good one. Yeah. yeah. Anything good happened this week? I have one good one. A good one. A good one. What's a good one? Uh, good one. I don't know. Oh, I got an offer to work in Hawaii. Damn. Oh, that's that's really a good, good one. Yeah. Never yeah. Been. When? And it's not uh, either February or March. I got to pick one. Oh wow! And wow. it's not going to be a high, well, a high paying gig. Clearly, because of how things have changed. I'm like, should I just go because I need some time off? Yeah. Can you just yeah. stay out there after the gig? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can go whenever I want and perform, and then go back to doing nothing on the beach. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yes. I would stay out there for like a couple yeah. years. That's a good one. I, I loved. Mean, it. Just, we went to Hawaii on my honeymoon, and uh, I loved it. Yeah, well, and Hawaii has almost no COVID. They they got it. They are you sure about that? I thought they had a lot of COVID. No, they they were really no. They're like the best at it. <laughs> Y'all need to get this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Hawaii is I really have good to at do it. Some research for you. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. swear they had some. No, they cut it off. They, they got cut it, it off. So they won't. So wait, she's could probably have to be tested on her way I in. I might go then because I have not had time off or it's really actual time off in years. Oh man, yeah. have the sushi, have the food. The food there is great. It's expensive, but it's great. Yeah, and if people ask what's going on, you just say I'm in quarantine and you just keep lying about it for like a <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right, great. Um, Jackie Fabulous's website is JackieFabulous.com. Twitter is at Jackie Fabulous. Instagram at Jackie Fabulous. She has a podcast called Relatable. And she, well, it's, it is. And um, we can hear that on everywhere, right? Spotify. I know it's yes, on Spotify. Yeah, you, can watch, you can watch it on YouTube and then listen to oh. it on every podcast channel. Fantastic. Amazing. And you can see you can see her every night like I do on AdoptUSKids.org, the ad council ads. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much for coming in. And yeah, doing thanks this. for doing this. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. What's the guy's name again? The guy from the show. I forgot his name. Neil. Neil. Me, Neil. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Oh, thanks. I so you motivated me and changed my life. Oh, stop it. And Lenny, can you please fix COVID so I can see you all the time again? Yes. Yes. I will see we'll see you. Thanks for thanks for being here. Go be fab. Go be fabulous, baby. Bye.
I will. All right. Bye. Bye. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. <laughs>